All right, let's talk about aliens. Cool, I'm excited. Yeah. Blow my mind, David. Peel my mind like a Peel grape. I will and rip scoop it out with a melon scooper. Do it. Yes. Well, we're live. It's me, Huntley. I'm with my cohorts, Andy and David. And uh, David's with us this week. Uh, tell us what happened last week. Yeah, so I was uh kicked off of the ether and it took me uh a good 24 hours to figure out what was going on i had to meditate go into a trance uh oh good you know had to pull out my my occultish dice and divining rods to figure out what the fuck is messing with my signal are you and i figured it out it was xfinity that was the source of this issue so that these are the gremlins that have been more precisely. I think Xfinity is like the the minion gremlins of a much larger, much more sinister entity called Comcast. <laughs> David, <So. laughs> David, David, is this your impression of me? <laughs> no, that's the route. I mean, maybe. that's the route I would have taken. I know it's the route you would have taken, but I thought it was just too good not to pass up. Because <laughs> it's just so it's yes. so appropriate. I mean, you've had they've come uh, after you for God knows how many episodes, yep. and now they're you know latching on to me. <clears throat> they're coming for you, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Holly's next. Yeah, they're coming for you. They're, coming. they're plotting. But last week we had a therapy session for an episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Motivational episode. Motivational episode. Because we had to pivot, and we didn't really have much. I had an inkling of a topic that I was going to do later, and I was just like, "Well, we're doing it now." Um, so, but you were going to tell us about ancient Stargates. Yeah. So it's been, yeah, it's been like a week since I looked at the notes. So I'm going to be re-remembering some of this stuff. So I am excited. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, basically, the idea is that there have been potentially uh, either active, currently active, or once active uh, Stargates, or like the remnants of Stargates that will transport us to, I don't know, somewhere in the stars, or maybe it's like another dimension or plane of existence. I mean, who knows? Um, And there's, I wanted to like go over some of the big ones, and then more specifically focus on a collection of stories on one of them, which I think is very interesting. Um, So we'll start with some of the big ones. I think the prime one that people really love to point at is in, if I can pronounce this correctly, Gobekli Tepe, which is in Turkey. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's uh, the ruins of this, yeah, this ancient... um, I think it was one of the Mediterranean civilizations that was kind of wiped out in the Bronze Age that they kind of dug up all the stuff. Anyways, there's some weird stuff with this, with this like set of arrangement of like stones and like ruins of this city. There's like concentric circles surrounding this structure or what's left of it. And it looks like there could have been an archway and the dating for these stones and materials like doesn't really match up like the stone and the rocks uh is much older than you would expect to find with like carbon dating and whatever so 
for some reason, these stones are, it seems like they've been there for like tens of thousands of years, maybe 12,000 years or so. Um, way longer than, you know, recorded civilization anyways. Um, and yeah, that's, um, that's kind of the big one that everyone likes to point to. There's a couple others. Uh, there's some in Egypt. Apparently there's, uh, hieroglyphics in, uh, Abid, Abydos, Abydos, Egypt, uh, that kind of depict like flying aircraft and flying saucers and stuff. Um, and, uh, it's one of the oldest cities in ancient Egypt. Um, I'm just kind of scrolling through This one was interesting was it's in Tia Huanaco, Bolivia. It's called the gate of the sun. And it is. Is that the pyramid? If anyone the Bosnian pyramids? No, this one in Bolivia is just like a. Oh, you said Bolivia. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Bolivia. Although I don't know if Bosnia is on this list that I have open right now. I will have to look. Also, I'm going to add, add something real quick. Another uh -huh. thing about Go, uh, Gobleki Tepe, it was purposely buried. Oh, interesting. Mm, I did little, not know that. Little, little knowledge, little nugget there to spice your story. <laughs> Maybe so. something comes through and they're just like. It sounds familiar, right? <laughs> like, we got to. Yeah. We've, we've all seen Stargate the movie, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no telling what's on the other side. Um, that's interesting. Damn, shit. Uh, but yeah, the one in Bolivia is called uh, the Gate of the Sun, and it's a, it's like a big arcway. Uh, it's like a big doorway. It's like a the side of a building. Uh, what it looks like, mm -hmm. and it looks like this doorway is. It's hard to tell from this picture. Maybe ten feet tall, a couple feet wide. It's like a big thing, and then the, like the two side walls are kind of normal looking and then on top there's like a picture of like a like a deity or something there's a bunch of ancient writings um on the like top portion above this this gateway and uh this one was supposed to be yeah basically a stargate uh you'd step through and you'll uh let's see Tiawanko city is said to have been one of the most important sites in ancient america uh with legends stating that the sun god, uh, Viracocha, appeared in the city and made it the, pa the pa not the palace, the place of creation. The place he chose to start the human race. Hmm. So maybe. That's interesting. Hmm. That's an interesting origin story. Um, yeah. Oh, that reminds me of uh, Gobekli Tepe. The way everything is set up, it aligns with like... Uh, a constellation in the sky uh like a set of stars like the cygnus or sirius star systems i uh apparently it's not my notes in front of me but that's another interesting thing about that place um and then there's a couple of others um there's stonehenge who the fuck knows what stonehenge is there's all kinds of crazy shit with that um there's a stone uh, arrangement at the bottom of lake michigan um, and yeah, then a couple more places in Egypt and Peru. <laughs> yeah, that's something I should have looked into. But so these are all kind of hinges too. Then, or a lot of them are somewhat the hinge mm -hmm. 
like Stonehenge, the same shape. You know, they're all kind of structured similarly in that kind of. And they're cir- yeah. are they all circular, and they're all circular, right? Basically, uh, the, the Lake these. Michigan one is like a circular thing, um, but like the the Gate of the Sun, there's no other structures. It's just like, uh, well, I guess that structure is kind of circular. It's like a archway, but it's like mm-hmm. a square. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, they but they are like whatever formation. I mean, Stonehenge is like a collection of rocks, right? But mm-hmm. it's yeah. like a circle. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, it's um so it's that circular shape is kind of interesting. Uh, interesting characters yeah. with all these. And uh the one that I really want to talk about tonight is also shares that characteristic which is in Sedona, uh kind of on the border of Mexico and uh southern Arizona. Oh shit. <clears throat> Let's go. Yeah. And so there's been some Strider. really interesting stories and I'll kind of give my thoughts uh, after I kind of go through some of these. So it is uh, basically what the with the Indians, the natives there, called the doorway of the gods, or I think. Uh, anyway, I'll just go through. I've got it in here somewhere. So basically, two brothers went on a big treasure hunting adventure in uh, March, uh, starting in March 1956. Mm-hmm. And it lasted about two years. Uh, it was Ron Quinn and his brother Chuck. Uh, they basically saved up a bunch of money and had said, hey, we're going to go treasure hunting. And that was like apparently a big thing <laughs> to do uh, back then. <laughs> Fuck it, why not? That sounds fun. You know? That sounds fun. It yeah, does, does kind of sound fun. fun. You Just know? Like, it's like, you know no what? fucking camping. Not, hey, honey, I'm leaving to go buy a pack of cigarettes. Hey, honey, I'm leaving to go on an epic treasure hunt <laughs> yeah. in a foreign country. <laughs> oh. Shit! If I could afford, if I could afford it, uh, that would be my life. <laughs> like exactly. Oh, be sick. Yeah, just get like a, travel get the up world there. looking for ancient relics and shit. Hell yeah. yeah! You know how much shit is buried under the ocean? <laughs> like yeah, those could be a fucking treasure hunter if you got the right people together and people that can dive. Oh man! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that so would cool. be okay. Sorry, a ton right. of fun. Hunt for the portals to the other dimension. Hunt or Atlantean. For... Atlantean yeah. ruins. Yeah, Atlantean ruins. Find the fountain of youth. Uh, maybe maybe that's what these stargates are. Yeah. It could be. So that's kind of the cool thing about all these stargates and whatever. It's like there's so many like grandiose like depictions of what they could be. Um, and this one's like a little bit different. Um, it's still you know like crazy, right? We'll get into that, but. Uh, so they they get like three weeks into this trip, and then they, as they're settling down for the night, they see two large balls of blue green lights slowly descending behind the mountains uh, a couple miles away from their camp. Um, there was no sound, and the lights disappeared after a couple minutes. And the next night, they saw the same thing. And throughout their two year treasure hunting adventure, they. They saw this happen periodically over the over the months. Uh, it wasn't like every night, but it was just kind of like infrequent. So eventually, they run into a couple locals, and a lot of these stories are the collections of like ancient tales, um, firsthand, you know, encounters or stories uh, with this with this doorway. Um, 
and a lot of it is uh comes from the indian tribes as well um so this is where all this comes from is the locals they meet and then they listen to these stories and then there is one at the end where they actually have an encounter with it but um they eventually meet louis romeo who is a local cowboy and ran a, a ranch nearby and apparently these sightings in the sky with the lights people have been seeing that since 1939 so about the past 20 years before they went on this adventure mm-hmm. um, sounds like orbs yeah it does sound like orbs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it does uh they calling back they to, also uh, <laughs> yeah what we talked i think yeah, yeah. what calling so we back talked about orbs, on the we last talked about episode. orbs last week yeah, oh sorry okay. I will have to. It's get just interesting how they're kind of connected now, but yeah. Oh shit! Okay, this is going to go deeper than I thought it was. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, I'm right. You'll have to... I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes, David. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Um, so the brother, they also met John. Uh, I don't have a last name for him, but he is a local Native American, um, and they met him on the uh, the side of a road with a flat tire and uh, with his truck and. So they helped him out and, you know, John was very grateful for their help. And then they met up, I think a couple months later, just kind of by chance, uh, along one of the ranches. Uh, and John had taken up a job for one of the other local ranches. Um, and so they just started talking and sharing stories and they, uh, so the brothers had found this strange archway, but they didn't really think of any, anything of it at the time. And so they told John and, uh john was like there's 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 something going on here so he shared a bunch of stories about the area and what was going on uh stories that he his tribe has passed down so one of them goes as follows john told us around the 1800s there were three indians hunting uh hunting and upon their village oh my gosh if i can read this properly three indians were hunting and upon returning to their village, they discovered this archway. Uh, being in a jubilant mood, they began chasing one another through the opening in a playful manner. Moments later, one jumped through, but never emerged from the opposite side. Fearing they had entered some sacred ground of the gods, the remaining two fled the scene. After arriving at the village, they told the medicine man uh, of, about how their friend had vanished before their eyes. As the story spread, others journeyed to the high plateau to gaze upon the stone structure. Rocks and other items were tossed through, but nothing occurred until an elderly woman approached. Uh, she tossed a live rabbit in, and it vanished. Uh, the, in- the Indians backed off in fear and spread the story of this doorway to the gods as it came to be known. So this is probably the first like official, widely known encounter, where this guy just disappears. Um, and John had mentioned he had been to the gate multiple times, but he didn't see anything strange until 1948. Uh, that was when he, the skies were filled with like dark storm clouds. And, but when he looked through the gate and this gate is, it's more like a doorway, just kind of standing on its own. So it's like, um, let's see the archway. It was about seven feet high and five feet wide. And the columns were about like a foot and a half thick. So it's just like this is big, an, like random doorway. 
in like this, Does the it top have a of this name? kind of plateau. Um, I don't think it has a specific name. Oh, okay. People have just been calling it the oh. doorway of the gods. Hmm. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I don't think we'll find out if I if there's anything else in my notes, but I don't I don't think there is. Um, okay. But yeah, so in 1948, he there were dark storm clouds, and he looked through the uh, gateway, and it was clear on the other side. It's like clear as daylight, no storm clouds, no nothing. Uh, so he started like peeking around the corner, you know, he, just to make sure, you know, he was like actually seeing shit correctly, and he wasn't, you know, he wasn't tripping or anything. Um, and then he just ran away in fear, um, and he just didn't really go to that place very much afterwards um so the so the two brothers uh went there and on their way they found two other treasure hunters who they would kind of run in with uh along their time as well uh their names what? were roy and walter see this is what i mean it's like a popular thing to do back then <laughs> no yeah, like, how many Wait, people uh, have this much money and they're just like i'm just gonna go to treasure hunt <laughs> weird fucking and, like, how many goddamn okay. more costs were there like does, does, right. does that mean that there's oh man where can i find these people yeah seriously like, i know right? take me with you yeah <laughs> oh i guess like God. this is what you know has anyone show. made a movie about this story because this sounds like Maybe. the mummy exactly. yeah oh yeah right I it's know, basically the same kind of yeah. thing going on yeah yeah the team up multiple treasure hunters you know yeah 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 right. going this yeah hell yeah but uh yeah and their names were roy and walter i don't think i have last names for them played um, by brendan frazier yeah and then we gotta get i don't know if keanu reeves would be a good fit for this for this potential <laughs> i think it's a little bit too like Bill, brooding billy for... zane billy zane perfect <laughs> Because he played um, Imhotep, didn't he? Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, sorry. But now he gets to play. What was the guy's name? What were what were the characters? Roy and what? Roy and Walter. Mm-hmm. Roy and Walter. Yep. Yes. There we go. Uh, All right. Hell yeah! So the area, so the grounds around this doorway. Is fucking sorry. I gotta. There's a lot of story to go through, so we can we. Have no, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, do shit later. Um, so there's like a bunch of geo deposits. <laughs> I'm just um, out of it right now. Um, I took a nap before this, so I'm still like half waking up, half like mm-hmm. getting caffeine to my system. Um, and some of these geodes were kind of cracked open. So they, um, when they found this, you know, the four of them went to this doorway. Um, they kind of messed around with it and joked around with one another. One of them like stuck his hand through and like screamed and like, Oh God. He like pretended that he was being pulled through the doorway. But, like nothing was happening. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not only are there just like lots of explorers back in the day, but they're also dicks. <laughs> they're also, yeah. And they also, at, at this point they were like kind of friends and buddy buddies. And they're just like, Oh, you, you motherfucker. You son of a bitch. Don't you do that. <laughs> This is like pure Americana. Like, yeah. Uh, I love and, it. Um, Treasure yeah. hunters. And- yeah, you're just like, gotta entertain yourself somehow, I guess. It's a good story um, so far. I get 
Yeah. And it's uh, so ultimately nothing happened with that encounter, but they collected a bunch of geodes and kind of rode off with it. Um, so that was like the uneventful thing. And then so time passes by and and then there was one night where it was roundup time for a nearby ranch. Um, and they all kind of sat beside their fires, like getting dark and just kind of winding down for the night. And then they noticed that that night was particularly still and quiet. Like normally you'd hear, you know, some kind of chirping or some kind of wind or whatever. Right. But it was just like very silent for some reason. And the livestock also seemed very restless for some unexplained reason. And as they were going to bed, they heard horses approaching. They're like whining and stampeding across the, the desert plains. And as the as the rumbling reached the opposite opposite side of the canyon, the sounds just like suddenly stopped. And so they woke up the next day and they searched for traces of you know, no one knew what to make of it. Um they looked for any signs of the horses and they couldn't find anything. Uh so phantom horses now? Phantom horses. The wild hunt. The wild hunt. <laughs> yeah. uh, yep. So that was uh one another weird thing that happened specifically to them. Uh this story comes from a, a different local rancher. Uh I don't think I have a name for him, but he told his story about having seen a Spanish padre who was long dead near the archway. And it goes several hundred years earlier, a Jesuit priest, who's, and this is the story, whose name has long since been forgotten, built a small mission east of uh, Arivica, which I think is, uh, did I? Hold on. It does explain what Arivica is. Okay, whatever. Um, anyways, the residents gave their most treasured possessions to him for safekeeping uh, as they feared robbery. These were hidden somewhere near the church grounds. Um, so one morning, a Mexican woodchopper found the elderly Padre dead. Um, this was several hundred years ago. After he was put to rest, the villagers suddenly realized he was the only one who knew of the location of these valuables. They searched, but then never found anything. So this is kind of, I guess, where people decided to go treasure hunting. They're like, oh, lost treasure from hundreds of years ago that no one knows where it went. Mm -hmm. I'm going to find it. So over the years, many cowboys and others have reported seeing a dark-robed figure walking near the site of the old mission, which has long since crumbled uh, back to the dry earth. The description given resembles that of a Spanish padre, one rancher told us, quite frankly, nobody will ever convince me otherwise. I know what I saw that afternoon. The figure wasn't any ghost. It walked across a wash, disturbing, uh, disturbing the gravel and casting a long shadow. The figure slowly became transparent, shimmered several times, and then vanished. So that was huh. this random rancher's story. Hmm. How did now, the Padre die again? Sorry, how did the Padre was, die again? It was unknown. Unknown. Oh, how okay. this Padre died. Um, there are theories about this, which we'll get to soon. Um, oh, okay. Sorry. 
yeah so yeah this is just like a collection of stories and we'll kind of put everything together uh there's a couple more to go through um louis which was the first rancher that they kind of befriended um so louis and another one of his fellow ranchers found the skeletal remains of what appeared to be an ancient indian less than a mile south of the archway this may have been the indian who disappeared through through the archway initially um beside the body and this is according to louis beside the body was a rotted bow the indian's clothing was of animal skins and a leather moccasin clung to one foot the skull and one leg were missing and louis noted that the body didn't resemble that of a 200 year old uh remains so may not have been hmm. the padre that might have been the indian um another story walter and roy who were the two random rando treasure hunters uh mentioned during one of their return trips to the stone archway uh they went back for some more geodes basically they saw the archway shimmer for several minutes before the effect slowly faded during this time they both felt a strange pressure within their ears um so during the summer you know the middle of the fucking desert right it can get up to about 110 degrees in this area which can you know cause illusions from the heat waves and whatever mm -hmm. this happened in mid-january so it wasn't the heat just creating an illusion um so that's another little note that's unexplained um the the two brothers wow they also met another trio of tre treasure hunters <laughs> God damn, how many? I don't know. I think this is the last set of <laughs> these stories. Um, the brothers you gotta have sequels, in, man. I know, right? There's so many, yeah, so many Mummy Returns, before. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, who told the brothers about rocks falling from the sky. Uh, basically, they were just riding along, doing nothing, and all of a sudden, they started feeling these tiny little rocks uh, about the size of peas just kind of dropping on their hats um, but here's the thing the sky was completely clear and they weren't riding underneath any cliffs or anything that could have caused the rocks to fall and the rocks were warm to the touch this is an odd description that they gave um, so that's a weird another weird thing just raining random yeah. pebbles harmless <laughs> okay. like wine um and here's the last one so this this archway was is on top of this kind of plateau this mesa kind of structure and so there's like canyons like leading up to it and whatever um so ron had a encounter when he went back to visit the archway um kind of this is kind of like towards the end of their trip um he ascended the slopes when he saw a canyon to his left which had not existed before because so at this point he had gone up and down he was pretty familiar as so uh and according to his notes i soon discovered i was in the same canyon that led toward the hill i had just scaled i was more than 250 yards back down the canyon on a different slope and now i was facing south I had mysteriously been transported to the new location. Thinking I was looking west, I was really looking east, seeing the canyon I had just hiked. There was no way on earth I could have reached this other slope while climbing the original hill. 
knowing where I was, I suddenly knew why this had happened. Any skepticism I had had about this crazy sight had vanished. Hmm. So just gets teleported around. And these are the that's all for the collection of stories with this place. And I'll kind of give my initial thoughts and I'll kick it off to you guys. Um so kind of like what I was saying earlier is that with all of these like Stargate, you know, potential Stargate sites across the earth, um it's all about these grandiose stories. Like there's a doorway to the gods or aliens came through or some interdimensional being, whatever. Right. This is just like a bunch of random fuckwads wandering in the desert, all <laughs> experiencing weird shit around mm-hmm. this area, you know, within like a mile or two radius of this, this area, falling rocks for like falling pebbles, like harmless pebbles from the sky, um, optical illusions, pressures in the ear, like, looking through the doorway and seeing like a clear sky on like a stormy day or whatever. Yep. Uh, the only harmful thing that happened is someone like teleported when they jumped through and they apparently found his remains seems and with like a skull and a leg missing, which is weird. Yeah. Right. This is just like a collection of, of average stories that like, why would anyone lie about this? Right? Yeah. This is not like some grand epic mis- you know, mystery or anything. It's just like a bunch of weird shit happens and yeah. people are just kind of like passing down There's the story. no scam really involved either. Yeah. yeah, there's no scam. It's not like, hey, I'm going to scam, <laughs> like, go wander this desert for the treasure, dumb what? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. No. Like, like st- if, it, if it was a single story, I'd be like, people make up shit. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there's multiple groups of people like explorers and ranchers cowboys that are all you know saying these things may make me go something's out there oh Mm -hmm. yeah yeah for sure oh shit i think i skipped over a story i'm sorry there's one more um yeah i totally skipped over okay uh this is the last one i swear uh another story involves two cowboys searching for a sick bull they split up, and one stopped on a hill near the archway. He felt a few stones bouncing off his hat, uh, but no one was nearby. He saw... Uh, so this guy's, like, up, elevated, so he can kind of see everything. So he saw his partner several hundred yards below. They kind of signaled to each other and said, Hey, what's up? You know, this is where we are. And when this guy up on the hill was going back down the hill, he saw some Spanish soldiers about half a mile away. Um, riding in single file in tunics, lances, and helmets, which shimmered before fading away. The only fort in the direction that the Spaniards were traveling in was the Presidio, located at Tubac during the Spanish occupation of the area. Hmm. So we've got phantom, multiple instances of phantom people riding off and shimmering, got multiple instances of the rocks. It's not just like one person or one group saying this. Yeah, there's just like a bunch of corrupt stories from random people corroborating the same kind of thing. Just like, and these people don't, you know, they're just totally disconnected. So anyways, that's, that's some more fuel for the, for the fire. So yeah again it's like why would anyone lie about this stuff yeah Yeah. well it's like any weird any town you know they have their their legends right right? the old town it's kind of like that 
same kind of thing you're talking about. They're just like shit that's happened that people pass down, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you have this collection of crazy, (laughs) crazy crazy ass shit. Yeah. Crazy. (laughs) Like crazy, almost like ghost stories. Yeah. 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 It's pretty interesting. Uh, What do you think the, what do you, what's your opinion, David? Like, what do you, what do you think about the Stargate idea or like, I'm thinking, like, what do you think? What do you think is going on? I think maybe, okay. You know, presuming that the Stargates like actually work and stuff and they've been active before. I think maybe this one, because this one is just kind of like small. It's like a seven foot high, five foot wide, and the, the columns were like a foot and a half, you know, thick. Um, and it's just kind of like out in the middle of the desert on top of a plateau. So there's, and I don't think there's any other structures around it. So maybe this was a site where maybe this is like an experimental uh, construction portal or something. And maybe mm-hmm. something, or maybe some other, you know, whatever malfunctioned. And it's just creating these weird optical temporal distortions um, just at random, right? Maybe it's just like a little malfunctional. There's like a remnant of this gateway still kind of like flickering at random. So, so it's semi-active. Yeah, semi-active, but like unstable and not really able to be, you know, controlled anymore. That would That's like funny. I had a similar idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, that was kind of where cool. I was going. Was like. I think it's broke. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah it's just it's broken and and it can't and like it just flares up here and there and that's why we get these disturbances and they're just pretty fucking inconvenient for the people involved, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, aside from the one Indian, yeah, it's just like why am I getting rained on with rocks? Yeah, why am I getting rained on with rocks? Why am I why am I in this alternate dimension now? This this isn't this yeah whatever's on the other side and just somebody just walks in at the wrong point, just wrong place, wrong time, quite literally and transported to another dimension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the illusions with the, the Spaniards is also interesting. Like maybe this site kind of recorded what was going on and just like when it was active. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like flickering, you know, past images. Yeah. Well, you, okay, so you think it's technology, right? Do you think it's I, a piece of technology, maybe? Technology, it could be. It could just so, also be like <clears throat> a weird, uh, weird area where just like weird shit. I don't know if there's like ley lines running what? through that. I didn't really check like the map. <laughs> Uh, yeah. shit. Oh shit! We'll <laughs> oh <again>. shit! <laughs> yes, we talked about ley lines last week, and I was gonna bring it to that too. <laughs> awesome. But uh, do you? What do you think its purpose was, David? What do you? What do you like? I mean, we call it a Stargate, and, but like, given the evidence of the stories, what do you think its original purpose? Given it's broken now, and you're kind of like mentally reverse engineering it, but like, what do you think its original purpose was? Yeah. Given its size, its dimensions, all of that. Right. It's hard to say. Like, it's it's in this remote area. Mm-hmm. So maybe this was like a, a back door from somewhere, or maybe this was like someone or like a group of 
of people or entities or whatever. Like maybe they were they constructed this thing to like hide something. So it's not a big one. It's in the middle of nowhere. It doesn't seem very like sophisticated. So maybe yeah. it was just, like, scrappily like put together. <laughs> it served yeah. its purpose. And then they just said, you know, fuck. It's like off a one man, it. one man unit, basically. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> It could have been, yeah. It could have just been the one person that transported, and it's just like that was all the energy it had, and everything that was just like doing weird shit now. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's kind of a yeah. cool idea, though. Just like a ramshackle, like just teleporter or something. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. like yeah, just or, lying around on Earth. It's just like, just like using spare parts to put it together. Yeah, and- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just spare parts and. uh the person that made it and the person certified to fix it are no longer with us. No, <laughs> no it's just causing problems. Yeah, it's just causing problems, like and just like cosmic problems that affect human beings. They're just wandering by, just like it's just trying to find my cattle, man. Why the fuck am I getting zapped? Its power cell had like a like a ten thousand year half life, and it's just like starting to get to the end, and it's just yeah. like, you know, like just, just freaking out every three years or something. Is there any correlation of like the years of the, these incidents? Oh, Not pattern. I, yeah, what? like a pattern. Uh, no, I wasn't able Good to find question. dates on all of these things, okay. but um, yeah, just the source I looked at didn't have like it only had like. <laughs> Sporadic dates with some uh, certain things. Like John I, said, he saw the lights in ni- since 1939, uh, or people have been seeing them since 1939. Okay. But the local Indian tribe, I think, said um, they had been witnessing stuff like before that. Um, okay. It was just like you know, around World War II, people started like taking notice of this area. Maybe they were looking out for the Germans or some shit, and they were like, "Hey, what the fuck are these energy balls in the sky?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of UFO stories from World War Two. Yeah, yeah, that's where you have a, a, a <laughs> where it really starts to kick off. Like you have like the Foo Fighters, yeah, the Foo yeah. Fighters, uh, the supposed ships that were over Washington during Truman's mm-hmm. period, and yeah. uh, so so on and so forth. That just like. That's really that was really when the era started, and there's stories before that, like we talked about the alien funeral, um, one of the first episodes. Yeah. But that I, I think that this being noticed during World War II is no accident, especially because that's when you started getting all these sightings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Huntley, it's your turn. You, you you get to go next, Huntley. I'm gonna go last. Okay. I'm always I'm always gonna go last just because I like to. Yeah. I think it's hilarious how we're like how many how often we're gonna be on the same wavelength, basically yeah. thinking the same thing. So. Yeah. So I think what like what we what David and what we've all been joking about is it's broken, and that's what's mm-hmm. causing it to do have these incidents i would I, i'm gonna have to see if i can find any like kind of dates let's just see if i can find a pattern just to settle my mind on it but i think the kickoff of the 30s is when there was you know turmoil in our world that would 
And that's when you start seeing more interference mm-hmm. from interdimensional or outer space or whatever. And this is connected to that. This yeah. is, uh, and they sense that their beings that created the, created these stargates, these portals are back looking around and that it's feeding off that energy. And that's, what's causing this one, the malfunction. It activated mm. it again, so to speak. Oh, oh I see. That's, yeah. I like that theory. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. And, and like, because yeah, it like, it was probably just very dormant. And then whatever its creator is somehow now starting to interact with the world and all these things are starting to go off this is just more conveniently located closer to a civilization it's not like the ones that are underwater like nobody's going down there all the time to check and see if that shit's going off i was just i was just thinking about uh unidentified submersible objects like because a lot of ufo sightings go from the air into the water Mm -hmm. and disappear underwater and it's like what if there is some cavernous huge cavernous area that we don't perceive you know Uh, i guess maybe hollow earth theory here but Mm -hmm. uh you know maybe there is like an active technology of the same thing there you know Mm -hmm. that's just their like entrance point and exit point or something Mm -hmm. perfectly perfectly hidden humans don't have the technology to get there no problems you know yeah so no no issues and we wouldn't know because we don't it's underwater it's not like somebody sending a fucking expedition in the right area at the right time constantly to observe this yeah right Hmm. we need to set up some fucking underwater drones and start just observing this just set up like like or something you know yeah, yeah, some very Broadcast deep sea submersibles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, that would be fun. That's the other thing; it's scary as hell. What's down? Because I know they sent some probes down to the uh, Mariana Trench, and they came back all messed up, like chew mm-hmm. toys and shit like that. And you gotta wonder, like, mm-hmm. they've also found colossal squids that have washed up that have had that, that were killed dead uh, from the like the deep deep sea, and they had bite marks like a giant bite mark on it and i'm like what the fuck mm-hmm. is down there it's yeah. scary <laughs> yeah that's so scary i don't know what the fuck is down there but man that shit scares me more than outer space <laughs> yeah no i agree i agree <laughs> hopefully, no and hope you know hopefully lovecraft was not correct that's <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah we know I, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I like the um I like the activation signal idea. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this this rinky dink teleporter was just like like patched into the the global network. It was an unauthorized teleporter. <laughs> One man yeah. unit. It was <laughs> a bootleg teleporter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's together. why it just sparked out so it was probably <laughs> what if it was something that was trying to escape? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes. and it was just trying to piece together like oh, maybe a, an entity that in between oh. us and like something that is like the interdimensional beings that we talked about that make you feel so insignificant that you can't even see them 
what if something between that level and our level was just like, I got to get the fuck off this planet, realm, dimension, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And they built a shoddy portal and just bolted. And then after that, it fried. But the big interdimensional being being back searching for something is that reactivated it. Mm. I like the idea of maybe like a crash landed like <clears throat> pilot and because he doesn't have a physical form, he, you know, like the whole idea that the ash you can only come into the physical from the astral for a certain amount of time, like diving into water. But if you have mm-hmm. like a scuba, if you have technology like a scuba gear or a submersible, things like that, you can be here longer. And so, like, what if he crash landed and he was just like, "Oh shit," <laughs> you know, like, yeah. "I gotta Fuck get me. back. I'm, I'm gonna I die. Get out of here. I'm, I'm gonna die." So he's like, yeah. "But maybe, maybe just he had the panic technology making to- a portal." Yeah, <laughs> just panic well, making you know, it. Maybe who knows what kind of technology? Maybe he could like, I don't know. Maybe he had the ability to sculpt. Um, maybe all he had to do was find a ley line, and he had the ability to like sculpt stone like clay or something or like liquid or i don't know something but still either way it's just a neat idea the crash landed pilot on an alien planet with a time limit right we always make a movie out of this for some reason and we always do uh, yeah it's just like sets itself up so naturally you know it does we don't even have to try Mm -mm. all right Let's let's hear your theory. You ready? I'm ready. You ready? You ready to get weird? I'm always ready to get weird. Let's get weird. All right. So I'm gonna touch on a few things. (laughs) The the ley lines thing that was where my mind first went as far as like their locations. Um, It makes sense if these are some sort of like artificial weak points between the astral and material realms. Uh, The technology. Um, of some sort. What power is it? I don't know. Uh, clearly, it's made. They only need to use stone to really structure this technology. So it's obviously a technology that is very um, different than ours. So whether that means alien or whether that means Atlantean, maybe I don't know. I'm going to bring it back to that in a minute, though. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let me- interject something real quick so there were a bunch of geodes around the area so maybe Mm, crystalline power technology yeah the batteries maybe it was just like something within like the the rock structure right there and this guy was like this is a good place so maybe something innate about the area is like a power source i'm going to touch on that actually thank you for bringing that up because that makes me even more uh, i got my i got my theory going so um all right let's see uh some of the what i think are signs of the those being artificial weak points between the astral material realm or that the orbs uh seeing the orbs huntley and i were talking about orbs last week and that they're they're basically like um what i consider them to be are spirits without a perceptual form meaning you're Mm -hmm. like it's like a human spirit but you're seeing it without any perceptual filter meaning it it has to like whoever it used to be it's been there maybe so long that it's degraded into this phantom like thing that basically no longer remembers who it was so it only has like this so it can't conceive its true form it, what what it is what it what, right, what it, it previously was 
yeah, yeah I can't well, project when you're in form anymore. Exactly, because yeah. when you're in the, when you're in the astral realm, from what I understand, you construct your avatar sort of mm-hmm. like it's thoughtful. You know, it looks how you want it to look. But for people that have people who just die who have never even heard of astral projection or any of that, you know, in their lives, they probably just think about how they already look. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> so like mm-hmm. that's your there you go you know so ghosts maybe that's what ghosts turn into i don't know we were kind of, we were kind of talking about that last week but that's a sign that these are to me these are weak points because that's a paranormal sort of uh uh you know kind of event and so is the padre and seeing these you know there's a lot of the the, the ghost horses and stuff and there's a lot of obviously paranormal paranormal or things going on around this which makes me think it's a weak point, an artificial mm-hmm. weak point. Yeah. Um, also, with most of these kind of circular like locations, whether it be the doorway, which does have a different design than Stonehenge, but they all kind of do use similar patterns, I guess, like geometrically speaking. Because um, I noticed the T, it was kind of shaped like a T, the doorway was in the picture. Uh, I looked up. Is that the same one you're looking at, David? Like, uh, if you look at a close up of it, I the was doorway to... of the gods. Yeah, there's the pictures of it. It's almost like a T shape, which mm-hmm. is interesting because the the pillars in Gobleki, uh, uh, sorry, Gobleki Tepe. I always have trouble pronouncing that. Yeah. Uh, they're the also pillars. T-shaped. Yeah, they're also T shaped. So maybe that's one way to design these now you think of what a hinge looks like stone hinge it's more of a it's not a t um but it's more of a i don't know you know i guess more of a square shape than a t i guess but maybe it has a similar effects maybe maybe you have to change the design on larger scales i don't know you know but mm-hmm. uh i think it's interesting that they seem to use similar geometry now, the people who are often in, involved in these locations are of a, a spiritual nature, a priesthood, the Druids with Stonehenge. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of debate about w- what, what they were doing in these locations and things like that. And, I mean, I guess they were communicating with the gods. But there was also a lot of astrological reasons for these structures, too. And there's always those alignments so to different astrological points in, in all of them. Um, mm-hmm. And Goblek Gobble- ah, Tepe <laughs> uh, is pretty much one of the oldest monoliths of that, uh, that type that we know of. Um, it is dated, I think, around 2,600 BC, so 12,600 years ago, which just yeah, happens right. to be in the range of the Younger Dryas impact, which is the theory that a, um, uh, a f- commentary fragment struck the, um, the Earth in the North uh, American ice shelf, because this was during the previous ice age which is when Atlantis was believed to possibly have existed, right? I'm bringing it to Atlantis, so might as well go ahead and start putting some of that in there. But uh, so this structure was built right after maybe the destruction 
of this massive impact you know so maybe it was survivors trying to like i don't know maybe they're just trying to bail on earth or something or get somewhere else on the planet uh you know what i mean i mean who knows or maybe it was a memorial i don't know well it could be a memorial to the dead even uh but either way um the another structure that's similar but not the same would be the mounds in irish in in celtic mythology you have the fairy mounds um which are kind of these weak points between the spiritual realms and and the earth uh the material realms uh the same thing in the americas you have the mounds um that are these native american structures the mound builders and so and they're considered very holy places uh, which sometimes are mistreated sadly um but they all have these great legends around them too and they have a lot of that same kind of a lot of paranormal activity happens around them because they're the same kind of concept so it's interesting that's another one you can kind of add to that list of the greater i guess picture of these i guess teleporters i guess we can call them i don't know that's kind of what i'm thinking they are though I'm thinking that these are like not alien necessarily. I think they're Atlantean tech, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because maybe if you if you could tell somehow transmit, figure out a way. I don't know to transmit matter. Um, I mean, there's ideas around that with quantum mechanics, but it's not. We're not nearly at a point where we we could really understand how it would be possible to transmit matter information is a whole nother thing you know with quantum entanglement but nonetheless one day who knows right um maybe we'll rediscover that hey it is possible or something but and i think that yeah these are just really old teleporters (laughs) and like we talked about like it's just some shoddy put together kind of escape vehicle kind of thing or something i don't know um the pressure in the ears thing I thought was interesting because um, in any of your, I don't know if you guys, any of your studies of uh, paranormal activity of any kind or, or UFOs or other things, have you ever heard of people suffering from infrasound uh, mm-hmm. effects? Mm-hmm. Infrasound is really weird. And for some reason, it's a common theme at a lot of these supernatural sites. Um, where it ha- not doesn't affect everyone this way, but I think it's like 65% of the population. It has different effects on you. It can make you nauseous and give you extremely high anxiety and make you feel like you have to get away from as fast as possible. And this is like below human hearing, but it still affects us in these crazy ways. So when I heard about the pressure in the ears, I don't know. I kind of wondered maybe if that could be part of what's going on. Uh, I have absolutely no reason to believe defense mechanism. That. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. That, I mean, that's a completely baseless theory I'm going to throw out there. But yeah, maybe a, it's a infrasound. mechanism of just being like, hey, you can't process this. Your little uh, your little mouse brain can't process this. I'm going to inflict <laughs> some kind of nauseous pain on you so you get away from me. Like, yeah. it's just kind of uh, whatever created it. Like, that's probably part of the manual is like a yeah. defensive. Well, yeah. Yeah, my brain people away. Yeah, well, it's like hold on. What 
we have this in my yard. Uh, there's this um, <laughs> tower. Right, you I, have a, a I have a portal in my yard. Um, no, we. It's like, what the, the fuck are you doing here? Escape! No, get get out. This ain't worth it. Get out. <laughs> um, you guys can come with me. Um, Thank God. Thank <laughs> yourself. This, uh, so, we, so we got these devices that like they're solar powered and they like send vibrations into the earth like every once a minute or something. It's basically a snake repellent. Because the snakes don't like the vibrations that are sent out into this earth, so yeah. maybe that's like just an innate feature yep. of this. Like, hey, if you want to keep cool. these stupid little pesty humans away, it's just like, yeah, like, fuck you. That's yeah, actually that's a good away. idea. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's a it's a feature, not a bug. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. A, it's not the teleporter working out. It is. It's with purpose to keep my spray yeah. people away. And and by okay, the Go on. Oh shit! There's go. Oh shit! Well, what about the other percentage? The thirty-five percent it doesn't affect. Maybe they have Atlantean DNA. Okay, I'm done. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, um, maybe. Maybe. Um, I mean, no, I mean, there's got to be something. It's got to be like I, I'm not one of those people that believes every part, like in the, the supreme destiny, but there could that the Atlanteans could be the chosen people that like when it go when they walk to it, it just doesn't affect them. It's maybe like. Um, maybe the people that didn't like I'm with Andy. <laughs> the people like Roy and Walter who didn't really, or were Roy and Walter the ones that felt the pressure in the ear? Uh, yes. Okay, maybe it was, it was maybe it was their other rich buddies that were that they met mutually in uh like the Moose Club of treasure hunters. Yeah. The um, the <laughs> they're all wearing like fez hats and shit they're all wearing like, fez hats as they go there like and then, jackets and like yeah. uh, pipes hell yeah yeah maybe there's a connection there of just like they have atlantean dna and they don't know about it because they're just treasure hunters you're not going to bother researching this shit if you got the money to go treasure hunt yeah mm-hmm. well huh. unless you're a good treasure hunter yeah, not, these guys so, are talking about the experienced ones that are like the ones that comic books are based off of, not the people that go to the Moose Lodge and go, You want to go look for some treasure today? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like the professional hunters, right? they're the professional yeah. hunters, not the weekend warrior hunters. Yeah, the weekend warrior, yeah, two two years in the desert. Ah, that ain't shit. Two years, two years in the desert, motherfucker. I've been here for 20 years. <laughs> Oh God! Wouldn't it suck if you were like the twenty-year veteran searching for this shit, and a couple of weekend warriors just like, "Oh, hey, I found it." I would be pissed if I spent twenty years and I couldn't find it, and just a couple of fucking schmuck treasure hunters just walked up on it on accident. And I just be like, "Motherfucker!" That's not supposed to be my glory. That's the third movie in the trilogy. (laughs) Motherfucker. Yeah, and then that's like, the retirement so, movie for Roy and Walter. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So like the they're, the original the original yeah. hunter like sends a like this dying breath like in his will like uh, pays this bounty hunter to go hunt Roy and uh, Walt. Oh God, <laughs> Roy and Walter, victors. I'm gonna be the one that found this site, not that those fucking Moose Lodge weekend warrior motherfuckers. What the <laughs> fuck? Oh God! 
Did I, did either of you ever watch the show Stargate SG One? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Fuck yeah. and what about Stargate? And Stargate Atlantis? Okay, yeah. yeah, me too. Okay, good. So we what we've described is essentially kind of the same thing. Like they had to have the Atlantean gene to activate Atlantean technology and like, mm-hmm. you know, like I think maybe you know, we talked about soft disclosure. I mean, they even had episodes in Stargate SG one joking about the Air Force and other stuff putting semi like truthful information out there as a show to dissuade people with plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, that's kind of meta, but yeah, you know, yeah. it's like the show. Stargate, the show I really was, feel, yeah. I really uh, feel like Stargate was the, the shows were so ahead of their time. I yeah. loved them. Well, and, yeah. here's the thing, like, and universe. Mm-hmm. The thing is like the military has a big say in what goes on in Hollywood too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, so, people, don't, um, people don't realize. Yeah, yeah. yeah just look yeah, at okay. like like even on your most basic level of just like yeah. when we're gearing up for conflict with another country, there is more war movies released hmm. than usual. Yeah. Interesting. That's all propaganda. Yeah, it's yeah. all fucking Mind propaganda. Shit. It's all propaganda. I, that's why we need. That's why we need the John Nada glasses. I didn't really think about like the increase in war movies before we start like invading. Yeah, yeah, interesting. But that makes Failing. sense. Oh. Holy. Mm, yep. Programming. Yeah, yeah conditioning is. Yeah. Here to kick ass. I watched that movie last up. night after we talked oh, about it last week. Which one? Uh, they live. I got. I gotta watch it again. Yeah, I watched it last they night. Live. I was just like, I was like, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched They Live in like. 10 years and I watched it and I was just like this is such a good movie. Oh, I have a I'll very bet you have a very different very, perspective on it now. Very though, different perspective. You learn all your es- yeah. <laughs> all your esoteric yeah. studies and yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very there's so many like was. old classics I watch that I'm just like new set of eyes on it. Mm-hmm. But mm. Well, Go on. here's the pitch. We got to weave the story together. So Roy and Walter, it's both a treasure hunting movie, but also a crashed alien movie. And Roy and Walter in, in the first movie have to meet the alien who crashed here and they help him survive and help him build. And it's like an E.T. kind of origin story kind of thing. You know, like the OG mm-hmm. E.T. phones home. And, uh, you know, we can make this both like a kid-friendly uh you know, a- mm-hmm. epic trilogy of movies, and it'd be like part Indiana Jones, part uh, part ET, yeah. That's my movie. I'm making. I'm making a kids movie. It's gonna be very popular. It's gonna be directed by Spielberg, and it's gonna make mm-hmm. a lot of money. So you, you guys, you can go rated R if you want. You're not doing it. You're, po- doing you're, play- it you're playing it safe. You're your playing it safe. For, you're playing it safe for that sweet merchandise money, money, aren't you? Yeah, I gotta cast the white knight. Merchandise. Merchandising. Merchandising. Spaceballs. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. All right. What's your movie pitch? My movie pitch is interdimensional being crashed. And 
he had wants to get off this realm. So he makes a shoddy teleporter. But the reason why he makes the shoddy teleporter is because he can't do it by himself. So he gets humans to help him and they just can't follow directions. Mm. It's a comedy. So it's a comedy about the ineptitude of humanity trying to piece together an interdimensional portal. And of course they, they fuck it up. Dark comedy? Oh, it's if it's me, it's always gonna be a dark comedy. Um so and that's <laughs> what and because they fuck it up so bad, they have wrecked innumerable lives like the Padre, like the explorers, like the Spanish soldiers, and it's just like long and it's just like they keep on getting fried, stuck in other dimensions, or they die because the portal half activated, so they're splitting half into separate different realms. <gasps> and that's what happened to the Indian yeah. kid. He was missing his yeah. head and his yeah, leg. Exactly. And he got, got sliced got... in like half. And it's just like some of his limbs got teleported into like one dimension and the other ones just stayed here. And all because his fellow tribesmen can't follow directions. <laughs> Can you hold on, pause, pause. Can you imagine being the technician? On the other end, wherever people teleport to in the astral realm, mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh shit! Unexpected, uh, uh, unexpected Stargate activation arrival." It's he's like, like, "I wonder what we have today." And this fucking head and leg, just severed head and leg. It would be like receiving a blank. <laughs> pa- it would be like, no, it, that would be terrifying. It would be like receiving just a blank box in the mailbox, and you're just like, and there's like a little bit of blood on, and you're like, I don't know if this is for me or not. <laughs> I don't want to open this, and that's what's happening on the other side of this right. dimension. It's just shit's just coming through, and he's just like, "What the fuck?" No, no, hold on. But this, this is your dark comedy, though. So, like in your dark comedy, it can just cut to that scene. <laughs> he's just there, just like trying to eat his lunch, and then a severed head comes at him. He's just like, "Why do they keep doing this to me?" <laughs> Oh God! Yes. Okay. Oh, he's just angry. He's just angry like all the time because he's always on edge at his job because he's like, "What's gonna fly at me today?" Pebbles, Native American heads, fucking Spanish soldiers just coming through, and he's just like, "What? This is the worst job ever." This is one bringing it back. Yes. One of yeah, the accountants so sick of his, yeah. his fucking clock in, clock out. interdimensional oh, yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the technicians are just like the accountants. They haven't unionized yet, so they just keep on getting well, fucked. Yeah, they and he's like, ones in the portals and like, imagine this. And imagine like the other functioning portals, like Stonehenge and the one that's at the bottom of Lake Michigan, work perfectly fine. And those people are just so happy. And this <laughs> one little place in Arizona just keeps on fucking up one person's life. And he tells his coworkers, and he's just like, "Do you guys get severed hands in your uh, lunchbox today?" And they're just like, "Nah, man." So I didn't get the severed head. I got the rattle. Yeah. I wish we had certified technicians to fix this shit, but you just got this. That's the like low man on the totem pole job. That's like the janitor job of it all. You get, you eventually get promoted to the Stonehenge one, and you're just like, life is good. I don't have random shit popping out at me every ten to fifteen years. Oh my god, he's like he's been this days. I know what's gonna happen. 
because just because he's so he's just some shitty bureaucrat who no yeah. one actually like he has no performance reviews or anything right so he just spends his days like watching reruns of the old original star trek wishing he was scotty yeah. you know wishing he was out having these adventures and he's just like eating his lunch <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah just, just a good. random head and leg just uh, running at me <laughs> all right cool oh. all right David, your turn. <laughs> Pitch. Oh my god, I cannot top this. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, still, you still got to. Oh, you gotta sorry. try. Oh, dude. My, yeah, Holly I, won this one so far. Yeah, <laughs> I think Holly's gonna win no matter what. But <laughs> thinking is like, I don't know how this would all piece together, but I'm imagining like a just like a dark, like Lovecraftian horror story where. <laughs> This guy All gets right. you know, lost, and I he's like, like making this this gateway to try to like <clears throat> try to escape from this shit shithole of a planet. Um, <laughs> but he realizes he needs like like living energy to like power these rocks properly, and you know, so he starts making sacrifices of the people nearby, of like the livestock, and uh, maybe that explains like the the. The goons of these Spanish soldiers and the, the the random horses stampeding across the plains. It's like those are their last memories before this this crazy, demented you know mad scientist just like abducts them and sacrifices them and like puts their life force into this you know this gateway for like one last go so he can just escape. And then he I escapes like and yeah. So I guess the whole movie would just be like this brooding, like, oh shit, what's he gonna fucking do now? To this, like crazy cowboy. Why is there only a head and a leg that he took from this one specific Indian? There's like something. Magical? Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> He's oh. going. You're going pure horror movie. I like it. Yeah, you're going pure horror movie. Exactly. And he's going and he's uh, going uh David Cronenberg on us like with just like high <laughs> level fucking shit. <laughs> and I'm literally just being like just severed heads just falling from a portal <laughs> on some poor fucking technician. Uh, <gasps> I would I would watch each of those. So <laughs> I would too. I would too. I would. So David's going psychological um whore. Mm-hmm. You're going David Cronenberg and I'm going trauma. Trauma films. Yeah. Toxic Avenger. Just ridiculous. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Toxic Avenger. Yep. Mm-hmm. God, that's been a minute. Oh, I know. I might watch that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I got the original but... swamp followed by the original swamp thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, great. fuck yeah. Oh. Ah, well. All right. Yeah. This, was um, a good one. this one. This one was a good one. It's a good well, laugh. It was a good laugh at the end. <laughs> yeah, it's just like just random chaos. No, I'm. I really, 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 really want to know just like some kind of time sequence of what of these incidences that happen. Yeah, the activations. Because yeah. that be would cool. that would be cool. Um. That's that's what that was my big question, and I'm gonna have to do some uh, go down a rabbit hole later. Yeah, Find the pattern. I'll, uh, I'll show yeah. you the the, uh, the, the link that I have about this. Sweet. 
that could be your like template to build off of. Yeah, and because I'm gonna go weird. <clears throat> yeah, because like I didn't want to like research this, you know, like you're planning on doing like too too much because no, uh, half the fun of half the fun of this show is just coming up with ridiculous theories. True. Yes, <laughs> this is very true. Yeah, but yeah. uh, our yeah, rating is the best. Hours. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's hell yeah. Well, the movie ideas. I mean, we're gonna get. Uh, Rich. So somebody's gonna somebody's gonna listen to this and beat us to the punch. They're gonna write it and they're gonna sell steal it. all of our ideas. Steal all the ideas, make a new like trauma film. <laughs> but here's the thing: I don't have the finance or capital or time or patience to make a movie, write a movie script, or and sell it or anything. So you know what? I would still like to watch these movies. So fuck it. If someone's listening, yeah. you can, you mm-hmm. can for the moment. You can take my ideas until I change my mind. (laughs) I reserve the right to change my mind. Yeah, I reserve the right to change my mind, too. I want to watch these movies. I want to see them. I want to watch them, too. Oh, There's no original. There's nothing original anymore, so, yeah. No, no, there isn't. And this is all derivatives of hell, anyways, but, yeah. (laughs) Well, we're going to have to touch on that later. (laughs) Sorry. No, if you like what you hear, uh, we're the high kind. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, even Deezer. We're on almost every platform that we can think of. Give us uh, subscriptions. Give us likes. And helps people find the show. Because we like to get on Twitch and rant about this uh, every Wednesday night. Yeah. So, anybody got any plugs? I do not. All right. Andy? No. No. Nothing to plug. Nothing. Nothing to plug. Yeah, same here. All right. Have a great night. <laughs>